Hello and welcome back to some summary information about tropical storms. A weather hazard is an extreme weather event that threatens people or property. Weather hazards include tropical storms, tornadoes, which are fast rotating winds that can cause a lot of damage, droughts, which are a long period of low rainfall that creates a major shortage of water, storms, floods and fog. Tropical storms are given different names in different parts of the world hurricanes, typhoons and cyclones. A tropical storm is a hazard that brings heavy rainfall, strong winds and other related hazards such as mudslides and floods. Tropical storms usually form between approximately 5 degrees and 30 degrees latitude and move westward due to easterly winds. The Coriolis force, which is an apparent force due to the spinning of the earth, which deflects movement of particles and wind, sends them spinning towards the poles. It is hard to predict the path of a tropical storm and therefore difficult to manage an adequate evacuation, which means when people are moved from an area, often temporarily and for their safety, of an area if needed. A case study of Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina was a devastating storm that hit the area around New Orleans, USA on 25th of August 2005. Social impacts of the hurricane, this is the effects on people, were 1,800 people died, 300,000 homes were destroyed, 3 million people were left with no electricity and people had to move out of the area. Economic impacts of the hurricane, these are the effects on money and jobs. $300 billion of damage, oil platforms were destroyed, shops were looted, fuel prices rose and tourism decreased. Environmental impacts of the hurricane. The storm surge, which is sea level rising above the normal tidal range, flooded large areas of the coast. 80% of New Orleans flooded as man-made leaves, which are ridges or banks formed by deposits of alluvium left behind by the periodic flooding of rivers. They can also be artificially constructed banks or walls. This overwhelmed by extra water, broke, cotton and sugarcane crops were destroyed, delicate coastal habitats, which is a place where plants, animals and microorganisms live, were destroyed and tornadoes were created. But how do tropical storms form? Hurricanes need a lot of heat to form, which is why they usually occur over tropical seas, at least 26 degrees Celsius. The sun is close to the equator, providing energy to heat the ocean. The warm ocean heats the air above it, so it rises rapidly. Water evaporates quickly from the hot surface of the ocean, so the rising air contains great amounts of water vapour. The rising air starts to spin anti-clockwise in the northern hemisphere. The centre of the storm, which is the eye, is calm. As the air rises, it cools, condenses and forms towering columbus clouds, which are large, tall clouds that are dark at the bottom. The rapidly rising air creates an area of intense low pressure, and the low pressure sucks in air, causing very strong winds. Once the storm moves overland, it starts to lose energy and fades. Geography, GCSE topic, tropical storms. Global atmospheric circulation. The movement of air across the planet occurs in specific patterns. The whole system is driven by the equator, which is the hottest part of the Earth. Air rises at the equator, leading to low pressure and rainfall. When the air reaches the edge of the atmosphere, it cannot go any further, and so it travels to the north and south. The air becomes cold and falls to create high pressure and dry conditions around 30 degrees north and south of the equator. Large cells of air are created in this way. Air rises again at around 60 degrees north and at south, and this descends again around 90 degrees north and south. Global atmospheric circulation creates winds across the planet and leads to areas of high rainfall like the tropical rainforest and areas of dry air like deserts. 
What is a tropical storm? A tropical storm is a very powerful low-pressure weather system which results in strong winds over 120 km per hour and heavy rainfall up to 250 mm in one day. Tropical storms have different names depending on where they occur in the world. In the USA and the Caribbean, they are known as hurricanes. In South Asia, they are known as cyclones and in East Asia, typhoons and in Australia, they are known as willy-willies. They all develop in the same way and have the same characteristics. Storms, Features and the Development of Tropical Storms In appearance, a tropical storm is like a huge whirlpool, a gigantic mass of revolving moist air. Tropical storms are between 482 to 644 kilometers wide and 6 to 8 kilometers high. They move forward at speeds of 16 to 24 kilometers per hour, but can travel as fast as 65 kilometers per hour. The Coriolis force caused by the rotation of the Earth causes the tropical storm to spin. The central part of the tropical storm is known as the eye. The eye is naturally 32 to 48 kilometers across. It is an area of light wind speeds and no rain. It contains descending air. Large Terranculumbinous clouds surround the eye. These are caused by warm moist air condensing as it rises. This leads to very heavy rainfall and wind speeds of up to 320 km per hour. When tropical storms reach a land surface, they begin to lose their energy and die out. This is because they are no longer receiving the heat energy and moisture from the ocean, which is needed to drive the storm. Impacts of climate change on tropical storms Climate change could lead to more locations being affected by tropical storms. Warmer seas could cause the source areas, the areas where the storms would form, to extend further north and south of the equator. It's unclear whether climate change will increase or decrease the number of hurricanes, but climate models predict that their intensity may increase. The following factors may play a part in increasing their impacts. Warmer ocean surface temperatures and higher sea levels, wind speeds potentially increasing 2 to 11%, and rainfall rates during these storms are projected to increase by about 20%. In addition, sea level rise is likely to make tropical storms more damaging, with increase in coastal flooding and subsequent storm damage along coast. Low-lying coastal communities where the, people popu- where the population density is high and the income level low are most at risk. More people living in coastal communities in the future will mean that more people will be affected. Tropical storms and predicting them. Forecasting centers. There are several specialist tropical storm forecasting centers around the world, such as the National Hurricane Center in Miami, Florida. The center uses satellite images, various weather instruments, and computer-based prediction modeling to detect and track tropical storms. When tropical storms affecting populated coastal areas are predicted, the center issues warnings. Warnings give information to the local authorities of places likely to be in tropical storms' path in order to make preparations to protect public safety. They are broadcast over TV and radio and warnings can be issued to smartphones. People in vulnerable coastal areas are usually advised to secure their property and move away. In the USA, this could involve the mass evacuation of a million or more people. Reinforced aircraft fitted with various scientific instruments fly through and over tropical storms to collect data. This can be used to help track and predict the path of a tropical storm. Tropical storms are intense low-pressure weather systems that bring strong winds, heavy rainfall and storm surges to some parts of the world. Impacts of tropical storms The primary impacts of a tropical storms are the immediate effects of strong winds, high rainfall and storm surges. Buildings and bridges can be destroyed. People can get into difficulties in the water and roads and railways can be damaged. Power cables and telephone lines come down, crops are ruined and water and sewage supplies are affected. Coastal habitats like beaches and mangroves can be damaged by storm surge floods. 
Secondary effects include landslides which can cause people to become homeless and can block roads and railways. This can cause evacuation problems and difficulties for the emergency services. There can also be food and clean water shortages. Impacts in low-income developing countries, LIDCS. As with their tectonic hazards, the impacts tend to be greater in less developed countries for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. Housing tends to be of poorer quality as its infrastructure, roads and railways, which makes it difficult to evacuate people and get emergency services to where they are needed. More people in the low-income countries depend on farming and have their livelihoods threatened, particularly by flooding. Poorer countries do not have the money to protect areas from flooding or to spend on modern buildings or emergency services like hospitals, ambulances and helicopters. Healthcare is also often short of the required medicines and expertise to deal with the aftermath of a tropical storm. Responses to a tropical storm. There are many ways of reducing the impacts of tropical storms. When and where the storms will hurt land can now be accurately predicted. Scientists use data from satellites, radar and aircraft to track storms. Computer models play their part, but this technology is not always available in low-income countries. Planning of new developments can avoid storm risk areas and buildings can be designed to withstand the high winds and flooding by having fixed roofs and using stilts or raised banks. Flood defences called leaves can be destructed along rivers and at the coast. Seawalls can be used to hold back storm surges. Governments can provide education and information about evacuation and survival kits. And international aid such as food, water, shelter and emergency services from developed nations can help after the event has occurred. Obviously, some of these methods are more likely to be successful in the wealthier countries. Why do people live in hazardous areas and why do they still choose to be in danger? People continue to live in areas prone to tropical storms for a number of reasons. They may want to stay close to friends and family or have jobs they cannot leave. Hazard perception is an important issue. Some people think they are safe and that the storms will never affect them. In advanced countries, there is often a feeling that the wealth and technology of the home country will deal with any disaster that it hits. There is some evidence to support that theory that global climate change is leading to increased frequency of tropical storms around the world. Thank you.